Hey guys, welcome back to Milk and Millennial. Guess who's back? It's Sydney. Did you guys remember me? Because the MILF can't be without the millennial. So <laughs> only four weeks later, she's back. Only a month later, you know. Guys, I had some personal issues, you know, but life Sydney goes on. Too busy for us, everybody. No, I'm never too busy for our followers. I mean, I'm pretty proud of Riley for holding it down. She has her own shoulder. She took over the MILF and millennial, so she basically should be a MILF now. And oh, God, do not say that. <laughs> I do not need a child. I, it just goes hand in hand. You're a natural. It's fine. Oh, I'm not ready to be a MILF. <laughs> that is for damn sure. I'm sure Cam will say otherwise, but it's fine. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? I say, like, I want kids in eight years, and he has, like, an anxiety attack. Does he really? I feel like with him so much older than us, I'm like, I feel like he would be like, oh, I'm ready. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) He is not there. So what's been going on with you there, Chica? Oh, my God. Okay, what have I been doing? Working on Thursdays. That's why I've been gone half the time. I've been scheduled. Like, our boss has been gone, so everyone has just been scheduled on random certain times, like, without even their normal days. But besides that, like, I had this weekend that I had this big, program to go to which was unfortunate but you know um at least it's over with yeah I know I know people that know you know um and then whatever I had to do with Brayden but really besides that the one week the couple weekends I haven't been here is because they've been putting me on Thursdays which I don't work Thursdays but you know they're just like you're working Thursdays now I'm like "Mm, that's that's nice that's what I want to do with my life well, we moved. Uh, we moved the day, so well. I, I know. Decided. I know. I. I. Comp- when Riley posted that, who would want to see the podcast earlier in the week? I definitely said yeah, but because I was thinking about it, not for my own sake. I was just thinking about it that yeah. people, when they start a week, they would want to see a podcast. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've even like that too. Like, there's we talked about this when Carmen was on. Like, the one podcast I love listening to comes out like every Monday, and that like gets me through the day. So and, I, like, people want to listen to things more to like get their week into a groove. Exactly. Just start your week right. Yes. Speaking, what was your um, peak and pit? We can do like. Mm, oh yeah, it's been a while. Peak and pit. So our own. If we go uh, into that first, we'll like we'll do like last week in the weekend. Okay. So. God, I feel like my life has been such a blur lately. Well, everyone, if you don't know, I moved. I talked about it forever. You know, I moved, so that was like a peak of like the past couple weeks. I feel like for me. The pit is just trying to feel settled, I guess. Yeah. I hate that feeling when nothing is done. I just, like, don't like when everything's out of place. I mean, not that our place is a mess. It's really, like, really organized. But, you know, I just want decorations up and, you know, some plants up, you know, just to make it more homey. Yeah. But besides that, like, that's really been it. My child is sleeping and Sean's sleeping in the other room, so I'm just hoping they both wake up with each other. I'm outside, so my pit will be if they wake up, so... Sean napping at seven PM. Um, Sean's been napping since four o'clock. I was I've been gone all day. He worked. He got off at like four thirty or whatever. So he's been napping. So do your own thing, boo. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Knock yourself out. What's been your peak and pit, right? I feel like I guys, if you haven't known, I literally feel like I have not seen Riley or talked to her in about a year. You haven't. I know I haven't. So that is true. That's literal. I don't even know the last time I saw you. Fourth of July. Yeah, Fourth of July. That's depressing. That's really depressing. It's August 5th, so exactly a month. Well, I'm free uh, this weekend if you want to do something. I, uh, you know, I'm going to freaking Erie with Sean's family. 
freaking eerie. What's freak, eerie? Freaking eerie on um, this place called Prescott Isle, which oh. is like, I guess, like Sean's mom like found it. It's like, you know, but on Lake Erie and there's like activities, you know, environmental things. So it's like Sean's mom, Sean's dad and I, Sean, Braden and Marissa and Patrick, you know, which is oh, Sean's sister, Sean's sister and husband for anyone that doesn't know. So it's a whole bonding experience. A little fam told. getaway. I know. So, you know. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I've never been to like there. I've never heard of it. People said it's really nice, but. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. Yeah, so that's yeah. it. So that's it. But I mean, I'll be back Sunday. But we can figure it out. Well, you just let me know when I fit in your schedule. <laughs> My schedule is literally work. And that's it. Trying to find a sitter and work. I told you, Vic, but. I know you did tell me. But then on Tuesdays, Riley, she works or not works. She place tennis oh do you know like all day well no 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 it's just tuesday nights nothing she plays remember when i used to come over at like you know and do the podcast and she would literally be gone tuesday after i don't know if that's still the same ordeal yeah i have she's bopping all the time i have these women all the time from western reserve that play all the time that come in wednesday nights Oh, maybe Vic knows them. I know. I'm like, they come in the last second. I'm just trying to leave like, goodbye. (laughs) Thank you. Do not come in at 830. Oh, that's so annoying. I know. But besides that, Riley, what's been your peak and pit of the week? My pit's coming back to work today was god awful. Oh my God. Yeah, because you've been gone. I literally wanted to cry. I sat in my car for like five minutes and said, fuck this to myself at least 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) My pit? I don't know. I already said last week vacation, so I guess... I don't know. I guess... I I feel like... Oh, wait. I know, I know, I know. Yesterday, me and my friend Layton tubed down the Cuyahoga River, and it was so nice. Oh, I did see that. That was pretty cute. I I highly recommend everyone to do that as a... To kayak? No, you just sit in a tube, and you float down. Oh, yeah. That's relaxing. Yeah, it was nice. Just relax and just talk and just let the current take you. Yeah, except we crashed in a few branches a few times, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really fun. It was like a fun, it was a good Sunday activity because you're like chilling, but you're also like doing something, but nothing like strenuous. Yeah, but nothing too extra that you can't handle, you know? Right, right. But I like that. Well, did anyone have any peak and pits this week? Did anyone um, comment on us? If you didn't, we're going to tell you ours anyway. One person did. <laughs> I love it. You know what? The great thing about Instagram is I can see who's looking and not responding. And I oh, I know. I can see some of these people are my good friends that I could call out. Just saying. Exactly. Maybe they need to be called out to so just let them know. Like, but, we're watching you. Right. <laughs> we're watching you. Um, the, this was a really cool peek, though. Um, we, this One of my friends and her fiance put a bid on their house, and they got it. Oh, that's exciting. I'm when like, I well, see You're adulting hard. When I see people, like, post that, I'm like, holy crap. I feel like that's when life starts. Like, yeah, like, I'm in an apartment and you're in a house and stuff. Like, it's totally different. But when you have a freaking mortgage. When you own your house. Like, holy crap. Like, that makes me, like, not want to breathe. Yeah, that's scary. Like, talk about security to the max. That's right. what it is. That's, yeah, like, that's, insane. That's, like, that's when you know you've made it to the adulthood when you buy exactly. a house. And that's how you know you've made it to commitment. That. when you look at someone like and literally pretty much like mortgages are like 30 year mortgages yeah so it's like you got me locked down for 30 i've got you locked down for 30 if not court's coming for you so <laughs> that's, what I know. that's all I know. 
court's coming for you. <laughs> the court is coming for you, baby. So figure it out. But yeah, that was the only person. So I, I posted it kind of early. So maybe maybe people need a, a nice evening activity. Exactly. Well, whoever posted that, thank you so much for the peak and pit. Thank you so much for following these past couple weeks since I've been gone. Even though I've been checking out the topics that Riley's been posting without me. Because she has to carry on because I've been slacking with my shitty life. But, you know. Wow. Positivity. (laughs) I just encourage myself. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) But this week, honestly, like this past week that we've just been occurred with has been literally crazy. I'm at hella news. These two mass shootings, honestly... I honestly get sick to my stomach when I hear about mass shootings because I just can't even fathom and imagine going through that stuff. So everyone, if you don't know, there's one in El Paso and there's one in Dayton. Um, in El Within Paso's 12 Texas. hours of each other. It's insane. Like, it really makes me want to throw up. Okay, I heard the one in El Paso and I got sick. I was like, oh my God, I just can't believe that. And then I saw the article today. He thought like the Mexicans were going to take over Texas. I guess the gunmen confessed and said. Yeah, I saw that. I was just like, are you serious? Yeah, what's so, happening? So they're going to take over Texas, but you're the one shooting. Right. So I don't really know what they did to you that makes you want to think they're taking over. But whatever. The Why one- is, like, I feel like everything, like, like, with those mass shootings, no matter who, like, whatever reasoning the shooter had, it's like, but why did you feel the need to, like, kill people? Exactly. Like, why does you need to be, in quotes, the hero, but you're not the hero? You yeah, know? like, they, like, I don't know. It's just all so fucked up in all it, ways. It's crazy. And then the one in Dayton that just happened, my, well, funny thing, Sunday morning, I work Sunday mornings always, and my mom called me, like, check your sister's location, because my sisters and I have our location. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, you see, there was a shooting in Dayton last night. And my sister, my, like, one sister, Sierra, she, like, goes to to a school in Kentucky, which Dayton's like an hour 45, like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour from her. So my sister went out that night. So, I mean, who knows where they went, but my mom was like, she hasn't been answering us since last night and she's not answering. And I'm like, Oh shit. I mean, even though I don't think it was her, but you never know when you're that close, you never know. She went out with her friends. You never know where, how far you go. So she finally called us back. Like I didn't get in the shooting. Relax. And I was just like, okay, but still it's scary. Yeah, and you weren't answering. Exactly. Like, hello, can you tell us you're alive? But, I mean, just even that one, like, this woman even said on the news, like, she was going out with her friends, and, you know, she's like, I didn't think there was anything that was a big in my family when I heard there's something that happened, but she couldn't get home. But then she had to, like, evaluate herself and say, I can go home, but these people that are shot dead cannot. They're never going home. And that's like, go ahead. That's. No, I would say that's just so amazing to me. Like, literally, like, you have to put yourself in that perspective. Like, these people will never go home. They were just having right. a good night with their friends. And then all of a sudden, they're, you know, you're just caught in the middle of fire or something. And you're not going back to your right. old life. Right. Yeah, because today on Daily Mail, they had, like, an article about the um, the Dayton shooter. And they had the video of, like, the cops killing him. It wasn't gory. It was, like, yeah. a security camera. And, like, I watched it. And it was just terrifying to see these people like they're all sitting outside on this bar just like standing on the sidewalk and you can see they're like looking around like what the fuck was that and then you just see this like mass of people just run in like all sort of directions and then you see him like the shooter come through 
and it's just crazy that the police responded in less than one minute, but he already killed nine people. It's like, crazy. Could you, could you imagine if they had taken one minute longer? No, I mean, it's just insane. Like the fact that I mean, and you even say one minute would sound so fast because typically people say police get there so slow, you know, sometimes yeah. or it takes them a while. But like literally, one minute is no time, and the fact that you can just kill people like that. And two seconds of your time is, like, fascinating to me. Like, not fascinating in a good way, but, like, in awe that, like, that's just a thing that people can accomplish. Like, if right. I want to go out and shoot someone, I can do it in two seconds. Like, that's crazy. Like, Or the fact that they have, like, the means to, like, they can get these guns. Like, why are we selling assault rifles? Absolutely. I agree. Like, I, I mean, people go into their go into it with their politics and all that stuff. But like, I agree with you, Riley. Like, I just don't understand how people can just go in and just purchase these things without background checks. Like, okay, they're good. They're over the age, but like, oh yeah, you can have a gun. Like, I just never understand that concept. Like, how can that work? And then they're like, oh, you probably had a couple criminal things, but it's fine. You're over the age. Like, and it just makes me mad. Like all these people ranting on Facebook, like, Oh, it's the president. Oh, it's mental health. Oh, it's gun control. I'm like, it is everything. It's it, not absolutely. just one thing. It's like all this mix of things. The Dayton shooter, yeah, he was clearly mental ill, but why did he have access to a gun? Absolutely. I agree with you. And then and it's the same thing. Like, okay, yeah, maybe it is our president, but like, it's just all everything. And I hate people who like pick one little thing and just go on this fucking rant on Facebook. Like, can we just focus on that? All these people are dying. Like, yeah. I mean, and that's what I think everyone, even our leadership above us, like, honestly needs to look at, like, okay, these innocent bystanders are dying. It's not like they're in, a, like, you know, a fight or something else weird. It's what are we going to do about it that's going to make our country better? Right. You know, just blaming it on someone's mental. Okay, not all people are mental. That's what they'll say. And then they just act like it's nothing. A month later, it'll go away. But, like, okay, it's mental. It's people that, you know, have bad background checks if they don't get a background check. It's just like, what are you going to do? Are you going to change it? Or you just want to like, just keep right. waiting? Like, all right, there's not going to be another shooting next week. Yeah. My, today we were talking about at work and my coworker had like such a good point. She's like, the fact that Sandy Hook happened and all these innocent children died and that didn't change anything. That just like, that, that blew that my mind. Was, like falls to the walls and like, and anything can go now. Like it was pretty much like, I feel like these people who've ever, ever had it like in their minds, like, oh, well, if nothing will change after kids could die then it's pretty much like i could get away with anything and honestly i thought about that but i didn't even think about it at, at that certain instant you yeah. know knowing that like little children like five years old you know whatever and up have died like if that doesn't affect your heart that's crazy to me right. yeah. like i don't know that stuff i just i really just wonder how the people above or whatever controlling our government just wonders how that's okay and they just act like nothing's gonna happen again or they just don't want to waste the money or right and i always think like what like can i do because i don't know what to do but then i saw today paulina who was on last week she posted about um this foundation that helps with shootings and everything like that so you guys that's something you can do is just donate money to these foundations that are helping with this and can make a change and the crazy thing is like people say like oh i have a right to bear arms that's fine you can no one's opposing you like if you want safety that's fine but why do you need an assault rifle exactly like that's the thing like do you need something that people use in the freaking war like no no is that no is that gonna help you is that gonna scare up anyone else like 
no, do you need to go illegally to get through the assault rifle because you didn't pass your background check so you go through someone else? I don't think that's going to help the cause for you, like, besides getting, like, you know, just a regular pistol or shotgun or something. Like, you getting an assault rifle is not going to help the situation no matter what. So, what's questioning that the right to bear arms? It's We're just saying, do you need to go out? Because people like that go out and shoot random freaking people. Right. I just think a lot needs to change, and I really, really hope it does soon, because we live in a scary time right now, that's for sure. Election 2020, coming up. Oh, Vote. boy. Vote. All right. Uh, I know. But on the other hand, something that's really happy, we're talking about the government and everything, but ASAP Rocky was released this week. Um, I saw he was at Sunday service. Was he really? Did he go? Yeah. Oh my God. But guys, yeah, literally he was released this week from Sweden jail. Um, He went, you know, if you guys didn't know the story, ASAP Rocky was on an assault little case and these guys were following them, they said, and they were just harassing them. And then all of a sudden, they just kind of end up getting an altercation and fighting. So ASAP Rocky, the rapper, you know, and fashion mogul, he was arrested and was held for a month. You know, people said he was in bad conditions, good conditions, whatever. He was being treated poorly. But Trump, you know, if everyone po- like watched his tweets, he posted he helped ASAP Rocky get out. But, you know, that, that just like, again, back to what we just said, like, so we're gonna put all this effort in to get a rapper out of Sweden, but like real shit's happening and exactly, just, like, exactly, chilling. exactly. It's like oh, my life's going good as long as I can look good to some communities oh, and like so stupid. It literally it's is. insane. But ASAP, welcome home. We just we just want to retouch that you're back. So if anyone didn't know, you're back. You're back. Good old ASAP Rock. I know. Funny enough, let's uh, talk about some good stuff like the Bachelorette finale. Okay, every I've talked about this for weeks on weeks on weeks. I do not watch Bachelorette, which I honestly need to watch Bachelorette in Paradise. I heard it's on it's tonight. It's on tonight, and that's why I heard. I'm getting off by 8 o'clock because I need what, to watch what it. What time is it? 8? 8. Because I'm watching it. Sean's cousin, Jenna. Hey, Jenna. Um, she told me to watch it tonight. It's so, so good. I might join the bandwagon tonight. I might. Hop on. I might. Um, they said that's a great time to join. But, you, Riley, you can explain this Bachelorette stuff because you do all that. All right, I'll be quick, but pretty much last week was a two part. I kind of touched on it last week, but Monday, Tuesday last week was the Bachelorette finale, blah, 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 fast forward. Okay, so, ooh, I'm like Sid, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. So, <laughs> so the finale she has, Jed and Tyler left. You know, like, I'm obsessed with Tyler. Me and Carmen call him um, Ty Daddy because he's literally God's gift to this earth. He is really cute. He's a really cute boy. He's a freaking sexy man. <laughs> Anyway, so she picks Jed, shocker, with his stupid-ass guitar. And then, so, then she finds out, like, all these People articles that came out. Like, we knew they were out, but, like, it's showing her in, like, June. Like, filming. So, pretty much, she confronts him, like, oh, you had a girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And he pretty much sits there and says, it wasn't serious. Like, it was casual. But then he he backtracks and says they went on vacation together. He met her parents. They said I love you, but it wasn't serious. And I'm like, what? oh my god! So this dude just sounded like a freaking idiot. And then, um, what else did he say that I was like, oh, so pretty much like they ended filming, um, like so they got engaged, they ended filming, and she like literally three weeks later he went back to Nashville and just like went back to his party lifestyle, and he didn't tell people like, oh, I'm engaged. He said, yeah, like I won. 
So I'm like, what? Oh my god. So what were you there for? I don't know. It was just like very off-putting and douchey. And then I saw on Instagram that he was like, people were commenting on his stuff like, oh, Hannah doesn't deserve you and blah, blah, blah. And you, you know, you're better off without her. And he was like liking all these comments. I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. It like what I heard from the explanation, like when people tell me at work and stuff that basically he had this girlfriend. He was like trying to be on the show for his music or something. He was yeah. like a music person. Yeah. And then all he, he was doing it was too. publicity for like music. Yeah. He like wanted to get on to get his name out there or whatever. Like but, that's like, so crazy to me. Like I, what I wondered through this whole thing, maybe I like, I don't know, but like how his girlfriend, did she sit back and watch it? Did she no, not know? That's how she came out with the People article because she was watching the show and she came out and like said all this, all that stuff. I was gonna say, did she not know he was? She came out with like a YouTube. No, she did. He like he told her like I'm gonna go on the on the show, but like it's just for my publicity and like I'll be back for you and like this will just make us stronger and all this stuff. Yeah, watch your boyfriend have sex with another girl. That makes us stronger. Right. Sounds like a good flipping. Sounds like a good. First of all, what fucking girl is gonna sit there and listen to that? Yeah, babe, go on the Bachelorette and kiss this girl every day, and then you make it to the final four and have sex with her. That sounds great. Yeah. So then, like, you know, Hannah and Jed are like arguing, and she takes off her engagement ring, and I'm like, f yeah, girl. Thank God. And then it was like the after the final rose, it was like the live show and then her and Tyler meet up and like said, she's like, you know, feelings are still there for you. And he kind of was like, not like mean, but you could tell he was like very hesitant like, oh yeah, like I'll get a drink but I didn't know if he was just like nervous or if he was like just answered yeah because he was on camera. I wasn't sure. But then like this past weekend or week it came out with tmz of him leaving her house in the morning i know and i said i was literally gonna say like i could literally do her accent so well if you want to get a drink we can get a drink this week i would love you know i'm single i'm a yeah. single girl <laughs> so they gotta to get a drink, drink. and he and slept clearly, over yeah i'm for sure they banged because they didn't bang in the first sure. and i'm like you go girl because i don't know how you said no to that for and sure then, I guess last night or over the weekend, he was then seen <laughs> on a date with Gigi Hadid. I I literally saw that today and I sent it to Riley, everyone. I'm like, is this kid kidding? Because everyone's been posting like, he's the dreamy guy. He's McDreamy and all this stuff. And like, everyone like loves him. And then all, all of a sudden I'm like, how the hell did this happen? Yeah, I guess she like followed him on Instagram. and just That's what I saw back, too. And then I guess they went on They got dinner. dinner. Okay, Hannah, you've probably had to know that he was going to see other people. You can't just do him dog shit. And but then, then I don't, yeah, right. I don't blame him because, like, you pretty much, like, second option him and then, I don't know. Absolutely. Knows. Like, but whatever. Good luck to them. I don't think he's going to be, Tyler's going to be the bachelor, though, but we'll see. I don't think so either. Someone was like, I don't know who this guy was. I mean, this African-American guy. Um, oh, Mike? Yeah, people were talking about that. I saw that on articles. What? I said people were talking about that on some articles yeah. saying that Mike was going to make it to Bachelor. Yeah, I hope he does. I just feel like Bachelor Nation, like Bachelor in the show in general needs more diversity. I agree with that. I so definitely I, agree with that. And he's just such a good guy. And he had like a really good story and he was just so nice. I'm like, I really, really hope that he gets on. But we will it's, see. It's crazy in this world with like romances and all this other shit. But <laughs> I don't know. All this other shit. All this stuff. That's how I describe it. It's just a bunch of shit, really. Since I'm getting older. I know. You're so romantic. I know. I mean, I used to be. But you gotta get a tough skin out here. 
<laughs> so I guess that like leads into our Masterette yeah, yeah I was really gonna say that kind of leads into our topic that um Cindy kind of came up with this week that I thought was really interesting is just our our soulmates like a thing so yeah. we just wanted to talk about because I feel like people like throw that word around like it's kind of whatever but to me it's like a big know. thing. You, it's a big you think thing. Soulmate, you can have a soulmate. Well, let me first go into this. If everyone doesn't know, Riley's moved in, with, or Cam has moved in with Riley. Oh, oh, wait, yeah, back it up. Back it we're up, gonna go. Up. We're gonna back it up. Like, skirt, skirt. Back uh. it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cam has moved in with Riley. Sean and I have moved in together. And so it, we've come across some crazy things. You know, living alone, living with parents. You know, Riley's lived alone. Cam's lived alone. Sean and I have been in different college apartments. We moved in together after college. We were staying with my mom for a couple months, and then we finally moved in together. So we're talking about what's the differences, what's the similarities. We talk about how we get serious with our soul—I was going to say soulmates—with our Ooh. with our partners. See how easy it is to throw in the word soulmate. See? But um, we just wanted to talk about first what our transitions have been over. The, Riley, what have you lived with Cam what, the past month and a half? Mm, yeah, it's been like a little over a month. Yeah, Sean and I, what, this is our third week. Dang. I know, it's just crazy. Um, but first I want to talk about, before we get into the soulmate thing, how has your transition, how, how has it been? Has it been easy, hard? I thought, I mean, so far it's been easy. I feel like it's been pretty natural. And, I mean, I talked about on the podcast how I had, like, anxiety about it and I was nervous. But it was a pretty easy transition where I wasn't freaking out or being an OCD psychopath, so. I'm yeah. call that a win. At the same time, I think Cam is such a person that he's just so go with the flow, and he like yeah, just, he really is. You know, he tries to relieve the stress off you. So I feel yeah, like that's which is really great. Nice. And the great thing is, moving into you is much easier than you moving into him. You know, girls have so much stuff. <laughs> oh you god, know? yeah, that would have been. Yeah, he like stuff in the guest room closet. He's like, I'm just gonna put my stuff up here. I'm like, yeah, that's full. <laughs> <laughs> You're really gonna get anything in there? That's hilarious. How's it been for you guys finally having your own place? I don't know. It's kind of like, it's so weird because it's kind of like, you know, you get a bunch of steam off your chest. Mm-hmm. I love my home and I love, you know, my mom, you know, being so caring and like bringing in someone else and a little baby into our lives. But like at the same time, being away and having our own place and establishing our own own is like so refreshing mm-hmm. and makes us feel so much better. I mean, I love and We're very appreciative of what we had and we're figuring out the tough things of being on our own. But at the same time, it feels good and like moving in it was a much clean process i'm very proud of sean honestly the first week he moved in he like unpacked all the clothes separated them how i like them color gene wise oh wow you know sports bra bras underwear thongs bathing suits like he knew and i was Dang. like what the heck you pay attention sweatshirts and sweatshirts i was like i did not think i was you know you were gonna do this yeah but well, really nice so the transition has been well We've been, you know, more in the sense we need to just decorate more, you know, yeah. like all the basics are in. We need a new like headboard and frame, which is like no big deal. But like we need to just like decorate, make things like, you know, put things on the walls and, you know, make it yeah. a little bit more homey. That's it. But That's besides, always an ongoing process. Totally. And my mom makes me say like, she's like, Cindy, it's not going to be a day thing. It has to oh, be no, like I'm still doing stuff around here and I've been here for a year. I know, but your house is literally so cute. I can't get over it. I literally think of your house every time. Oh, if you ever need a designer, hit me up. <laughs> I know. People say that. I'm like, I like just don't have that interior eye. I just don't know why. I look at a magazine and I I look at it. My child just woke up from a nap and he's walking to the window and he sees me outside. 
nose run, nose running and all. Oh, little nugget. So you said that you guys have been figuring out like difficult things having your own place. Like, what's been hard? The part that's been hard. I mean, honestly, not like in a sense of like fighting hard, just in a sense of like, you know, you're getting acquainted to the bills. You know, which I'm not opposed to. I've always paid bills. You know, you know, since my like early college, which is fine. You know, just bills and having to make sure, like, yo, we we need to be on the same page, and this bill is due on this month, so you pay this, I pay that, or whatever, vice versa, we're doing, it needs to be established. So just knowing, you know, we just can't freelance around and be like, okay, we can just spend all our money today. We want to do this, and then, you know, we have to like balance our, you know, all of our stuff. But that's the hardest thing, or maybe just besides that, that's probably the hardest. Just like knowing what. But it really hasn't been that hard. Um, oh, crap. No. All right. Well, what I feel like is like a little bit different than, you know, where I've possibly been before with my mom. I was very appreciative of what I had, but at the same time, I just feel like it's so refreshing to feel like I have my own space and Mm -hmm. like, you know, I just get to breathe a little bit more and I get to have my own little say so, even though it's hard when you have bills, no one ever wants to have a bill and see a letter come in the mail saying you owe this every month. I can't stand that shit. This is my first one, but I still can't stand it. Um, but besides that, I mean, I really just love it more than I hate it. You know, I just feel like I just get to breathe a little bit more. I've told my mom several times, I feel like this is probably good for even her and I. You know, my yeah. mom and I have been so close for so long. But being back home after four years of college and having my own little say-so, that was the first time I've ever had to, like, stick by, you know, not her rules. I mean, I'm old enough where I have my own rules. But, you know, still respecting what's going on and, you know. Right, like it's her house. Exactly. And, like, having my own, res- you know. I can have Sean. And I had the loft, so it wasn't even our own four walls. So it was just hard to like have not our own confined space in the house. Yeah. And so it was a little tough like that. But besides that, like I feel like it's been going pretty well. Um, Riley, with you, Do you feel and- like it's helped your relationship. I feel like it has, honestly, which is weird. I feel like it's just been a, like I said, like a sense of ease. You refresh yeah. in a little bit. I mean, there's it's honestly the best when you know Sean can even get irritated or I need to get irritated, we just go in the living room, which we really haven't been irritated at all yet. But you go in the living room, I stay in the bedroom, do what you got to do, we'll be in separate rooms, you know? More space. Exactly. Brayden's in his own room, which is great. You know, he's adjusted fine. First night, he slept in there with no problem. Oh, that's good. Um, So he loves that. He's fine to play by himself in his room with his toys if he wants. Because sometimes he doesn't want to be bothered with us. But... (laughs) You know, he's just like, I don't want your toy. Just leave me alone and just let me play by myself for 10 minutes. And then that's it. You know, he could walk around. He wants to not deal with anything. But now my child's getting so tall, he can open the front door. What? Even when it's locked. That's the issue. If you turn it when it's locked, it will unlock for you on the inside. Yeah. But he, like, loves to do that. But, you know, we're working on it. It's great. Um, but besides that, Riley, have you like experienced any transition, like, you know, something that's different, similar that was before when you guys were living apart? Any irritations now that you and Cam live together? 
There's no no irritations yet. Knock. Issues or like annoyances that we had living apart, like they wouldn't win because now we're like together all the time. So yeah, I don't know. And I feel like me and Carmen have touched on this before when she was on. Like when you lived apart, like you texted or talked all day, and then you, if you hung out, it's like you didn't really have like you talked, but it wasn't like real conversation. If that makes sense, exactly. So I feel like now it's nice because like we don't really talk all day, and we come home, we actually can like eat dinner and have like be talking the whole time. So that's been really nice. I don't know. It's just nice to have, like, I'm glad I had that year to, like, live by myself because now it's, like, makes me happy, like, coming home to somebody and having someone else there to hang out with. Like, if you asked me, like, a year ago today, I'd be like, oh, fuck no. Totally. I'm having anyone in my space. Totally. And I feel like that was so healthy for you to have. Like, you know, you wanted to, like, deal with your own stuff without any roommates, any anyone, and just relax by yourself. Right. And in the sense that I feel like, it is so different when you feel like there's such a pressure in this society with like younger people for sure to mm-hmm. text all day. If you have a significant other, you need to right. talk to them all day long, text, whatever, Instagram, Twitter, do whatever. But like, it's more of an effect. Like you can feel like you're just refreshed and like, all right, I don't care if I don't talk to them till five o'clock. Right. I'm it's nice. See them then home. I'm like, and we can like sit and have dinner and like talk about our days rather than just sit there and be like, well, I already know everything. Cause we talked literally all day. Exactly. So it, it's like, so that's, that's more nice. of a refreshing yeah. thing for me too. Um, but this goes into our topic, too. We talked about earlier just about, like, what we want to talk about. And now that we've only, like, you know, all settled into our own, like, little spaces or, you know, homes and all that, um, we talked about, is a soulmate a thing? Hmm. And the reason why I thought about this topic was so, like, you know, whatever, not just because, like, it's a love topic, but at the same time, people, like, are so quick to say on an Instagram post or social media post, if they're posting, for instance, for someone's birthday, you're my soulmate. Like, I'm so happy. Like, do people like, really what understand- does that mean? Yeah, like, do people understand what a soulmate is? Like, are you just saying that because you think it's the right thing to say? Or are you thinking it's like, oh, like, I actually feel this connection from someone. Because yeah. two weeks later down the line, if you break up from someone, they could be like, oh, this is my soulmate. Like, who's your soulmate? I have, like, mixed feelings. So do I, because I honestly feel like we honestly might be on the same page with this. I yeah, feel like, like I feel, feel like ki- soulmates such like a I don't know it's like a such like a deep and almost like romanticized word that I don't know if that's really what I like I don't think there's like one soul out there that you're destined to be with I feel like that's okay then why do people get divorced exactly like, why do people date a bunch of people like if that was a thing a soulmate then we'd all be like glued at the hip by the time we were 15 with somebody like I, I don't know I feel like exactly. soulmate's such like a, I don't know, a strong war. And I, I think that like, I'm thinking of that coming from the people, like I've said, who's gotten a divorce and then remarried. It's like, so you called your first husband, your soulmate, but now you're with somebody else. So that doesn't really make sense. Exactly. I feel like, I mean, growing up and you hear this word soulmate and you think it's like this big romanticized, like big idol thing. That's that once in a lifetime thing. So you're pressured to feel like you only get one soulmate in life. Right. And I feel like people like say like, oh, it's that love at first sight type of topic. Yeah, and that's like, how I sure, feel too. Yeah. I mean, sure, you might feel love at first sight with someone, but you could be 15 at that time and you feel like, oh, it's connected. You might have connected with someone when you're 15 years old. Right. But at the same time, you could still have that not work out in high school and go into like, you know, your 20 years and you find someone you're like, okay, this is something totally different that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Like this may be my, in quote, soulmate. 
I don't know if I would call it a soulmate. I just feel like it's a deep connection you have with someone. And basically, it's called, like we say, a relationship. Right. I don't know. I feel like soulmates, like, oh, I, like, I would die without this person. It's, like. Exactly. To me, like, a healthy relationship and, like, you being confident in yourself is, like, yes, I love you. But, like, I can, like, I would be okay on my own. So, like, soulmate makes me feel like, like, Romeo and Juliet shit. Like, they literally, I, like, No, I agree with that. I don't know. I just feel like, ro- I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like it's, like, such a, like, robust word where it's, like, people use it. But it's, like, do you even really know what that you're saying? I agree with that, too. Because at the same time, like I said, I feel like people can fall in love multiple times. You know? Right. Been, like, no, I do, that. too. And we, like, have grown up to know that soulmate is, like, it, you feel like it's just, like I said, that once in a lifetime, like, you only get one shot. And that's not true. And that makes right. everyone. Like, Go ahead. Like, me, we were at dinner, and Cam's like, oh, what's the podcast about today? And I was telling him, and he's like, oh, do you think soulmates are real? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just, like, I don't look at Cam and say, you're my soulmate. I'm like, I look at you, and you're like, you're my person. Like, Exa- if, like, yes. I'm going through a tough time, I'm looking at you. If, like. I need someone to cry to. Like, I'm looking at you. I'm like, I don't look at you and say, you're my soulmate. Yes. Like, like what? I like, agree with that. Even if I told, said that to him, he'd be like, what the fuck are you saying? Exactly. Like, I don't know. It's just like. And now this generation with this millennial generation, I feel like our word really is person. You're my person. Mm-hmm. And not saying like, you're my only person. It's like, you're my person. Like I count on like right now. Like you are the only person I want to count on right now. But if something happened to go bad, it's not like my life is completely over and I feel like my soul is torn right. apart. It could feel like that. But at the same time, you like this, the soulmate word gets, like you said, so deep. And it feels like if you fail, you fail for life. Like It's like soul crushing and then your, your life's over. It's like, mm, totally. Nah. And not saying that we don't agree that our, you know, our people that we're with are very important to us and they're our persons, but at our people. But at the same time, the word soulmates is totally different from what it used to be back then, for say, in our parents' genre. Now in our genre, right. our genre is totally like a person and you're like, you know, the one important thing. But soulmate is back then told like the one chance you get. Right. But now I, I don't know. And I just feel like like we were talking about Bachelor and Bachelorette, like when they say they're in love with two people, like I believe that like it's I think it's easy to fall for two people. When- totally you're in that kind of environment. But I also think in real life, like you can have feelings for multiple people at one time. And I don't think it's like such like a odd thing to have feelings for a bunch of people, especially when you're single or like dating around or I don't know, you could like break up with somebody and then move on. It's like those feelings don't just like go away. Um, And I think soulmate's such like a strong word too, because I think that making it seem like, Oh, you're only going to love this person for the rest of your life and nobody else. But you go through I mean I've been in multiple long-term relationships where I've loved these people a lot differently like oh my god I was about to say his name <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the outline like, flipped. Um, like my high school boyfriend like it was that first love like I really thought like when you have that first love it's that intense feeling you've never felt before and you're like oh my god I'm gonna marry this person and blah 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 and then I like moved on to somebody else and I had this like it wasn't like love at first sight but it was like a connection that I've it was probably like the quickest connection I felt with somebody so that was like the if you want to call it love at first sight I wasn't at I looked at him I loved him but it was a very fast like relationship and then the third person I like it was I loved the chase yeah so like I I saw I like was struggling with the okay do I have real love feelings for this guy or am I just loving the the chase of it and the like the game we were playing and realized I just was fucked up anyways (laughs) and now (laughs) 
and then now I feel like that's more of like a true like and I wrote in our outline in big caps like healthy love like I feel at this age I'm like more like into like a healthy satisfied good relationship rather than like oh you're my soulmate I don't know I just hate that word actually the more we talk the more honestly when you say it in that voice it honestly makes me cringe yeah (laughs) I don't know I can I'm just like imagining like the typical like wedding vows like you're my soulmate like what what totally and I totally agree with you there like you come across people that you're like at the time like oh my god this is the person like I love like you know in quotes love you know at the time and you're like this is who I like have a deep connection with. And that's why I'm getting along great. And then you come across the next person and it can feel totally different. It can feel less. It can feel totally more. Like I feel now in our instance, mm-hmm. like you learn who brings out the best in you and like how you ended up where you end up now. Like, I feel like everything happens for a reason and not saying like the person we are with our, our soulmates now, but I feel like at the same time for, for worse or for like, you know, best or whatever, I feel like at the same time you figure out, how you ended up in that situation you are and you end up that person becomes your person not necessarily your soul yeah i like that word a lot so do i (laughs) i love the way you say that place but i don't know i'm just like but yeah so i agree with you in that sense because you can go through different relationships and everyone else have a different connection you could feel stronger than others than you know some other people but you figure out you know where you are but i don't know i love that but getting into that I don't know I would I would love to see someone who like calls their husband or wife their soulmate I'm just like can you can I know you explain I would just like to hear the description just what makes you think that your husband is your soulmate like why do you think that like it's nice that you've dated since whatever high school but yeah. what makes you think that you know right but then I think on the other side when I'm like Exactly. Am I just like an <laughs> asshole and like not as romantic? And am I'm I just, like, like not? Am I are... not on the train? I'm just like not with it. I don't know. But then <laughs> I'm am I not with the job? Jo- am I not with the yeah? Era? Like I am I not genre. that cute? Like I don't but... know. <laughs> right. I don't know. I just I don't think you need to like. Sometimes I feel like people, like, say that in their wedding vows or, like, you said, their instant captions to, like, have some, like, validation that their relationship is good. Like, you're b- calling the other person your soulmate. Like, exactly. what if you're, like, like then you're dating you're, this guy and you call him your soulmate and then like a year later you break up, then, then what? In the world, they're like, oh, my God, I was supposed to marry them. You're 13. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. You're not going to lose anyone. I know. I know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I but that's way. that whole first love euphoria. Hey, you're like, I'm, I mean, I thought it. I was like, oh, I'm going to marry this guy. Thank the Lord above that it did not happen. But it's like that first love, you always think like, I'm oh, right I'm, there. I'm going to marry this person because right you're so caught you. up in like the feelings <laughs> and the first and the obsessive. Know, you too. hang up first. I you do. You. No, you do. But then I guess no, like you're cuter. Said, no, you're cuter. Like you're supposed to marry or something. Like. I don't know because it gets insane. We don't even call our people our soulmates or, you know, mm-hmm. the people you depend on. Like, they're your person. But, like, do you think about being with someone forever It should be your soulmate? Or, you know, or do you think that's just, like, the person you have a deep connection with and that's your person at the time? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't even use it in the turn. 
Well, I mean, I don't even, personally for me, like, I don't even like the word soulmate, though, like, if that's in my wedding vows, please just slap me during the ceremony, because I'm not saying that. I don't know, I feel like more goes into relationships these days, and just, like, that, that, I guess, that soul, like, love feeling, or whatever, but, I don't know, I think I've never experienced, like, love at first sight, and, like, I, like, people who do, like, I don't know how you get married that fast and just depend on that one feeling i mean maybe i'm just not like romantic yeah. enough but i it, like terrifies me how people just too, will like, like oh we, it was love for saying we got married three months later you know, like i mean i don't know if that's real like, i've never really heard how did that you story, build up but... connection that fast where you know everyone inside and out and you're you're lows and right. your highs but maybe i mean <sighs> honestly so like maybe, is that maybe I mean, an I example like of soulmate? Like I don't know. Some people feel that. I feel like I, I need to do like research. Need to build a what is I a soulmate? For myself, I would love to like build a connection with someone and have stuff to depend on, and you know, to re- like rely on, you know, that this is what we built up to this point. Exactly. 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 Or and know what's going like, to work. Honeymoon Not phase. Just, oh, I'm going to um, like depend on this feeling. You know, I don't know. That's like terrifying totally. to me. Totally. And people like get married in their honeymoon phase. So even if it is a year later, that's because that shit wears off. But like, I would rather have the highs and the lows built up to make our connection be what it is. And, um, you know, go through that and understand you've built up a foundation that's actually strong and something that's going to last, um, no matter how ugly or how pretty it is. Right. I'm too much of a worry war to just like dive in that quick with like when people say that. So am I. We were married, like, we only knew each other for a year, and we got married, like, huh? <laughs> and you, totally. had, you had no worries at all. Totally. I don't know if I, I believe that. At the same time, like, I mean, I just, like, don't know how people, like, just dive, like, you said, like, dive into it so quick. And they're like, oh, we're so good. And I'm like, it's 10 years later. How the hell? You're not still good. You're just telling people it's so good. There's no way. You're just like, dally, dally, dally. Nothing's bothering you, and you're in a perfect world. I mean, hey, maybe, like, there's a few people out there that, I have soulmates. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole. <laughs> yes, maybe I'm just the one that got left out. Honestly, yeah. I probably. I guess. Just I guess it made out. me feel better that like Cam agreed with me and we're on the same point of view. Like that would have felt like an asshole if I was like. I mean, I don't really know if I believe in soulmates. And what if he was like, "You're mine"? I'd be like, "Oh fuck." Oh shit! <laughs> like oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I just like the like you're my person better. Like that's. Like, it's more of, like, I'm choosing you and I want you. I feel like soulmates more of, like, I don't know. It's, like, romanticized and, like, is that even real? I feel like, it, like, like you said, it just changes from, like, different eras. Like, our parents' era, they might have said soulmate. Our era says person yeah. or whatever. Or, like, the next era can say connection. I mean, it's just totally different. Maybe they all mean the same. Who who knows? I need to, totally. like, I need a fucking urban dictionary now or something. I love the word Urban Dictionary. I mean, I love the website Urban Dictionary. It helps me feel so much better about myself. Oh, wait. I forgot to say my mom texted me her peeking pit and her go, guess what her freaking pit was? What? That I raised a daughter that swears a lot <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> and her peak was, I can make a, I think she, um, oh, peak, deciding to start my own drinking game for every time the F-bomb is dropped on the podcast. Oh my god. And then Pitt realized I raised one of those potty mouths. I go, Well, that's rude. She says, It was supposed to be funny. My friends all thought it was funny. I go, Yeah, I'm sure they did, Mom. I'm sure they thought it was funny. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Gotta love Vic. 
She comes in with the great topics. You know, Vic, <laughs> I don't really even does. know if we said the F word. I don't know if we said Oh, I did, like time. six times. Dang it. At so least. how many, so what is that, six shots for you? Start drinking, Mom. Start I know. Drinking, she, drinking. Honestly, she needs to tell us what's the rules to these games, so. Yeah, probably every time you say the F-bomb, every time you say yada yada, she's going to be wasted. Oh, my God, yada yada is the worst. <laughs> I never knew. But literally, wait, we were at Sean's Aunt Carrie's last night. Hey, you know who that is. And literally, and Carrie, we love you. But literally, like, her siblings, they all say, bop, 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 like, when they do that. And that's, like, my yada, yada, yada. <laughs> like, every time they say a story, it's like, bah, 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 bah. And I do the same thing. I'm like, God dang it. Why do I do that? <laughs> it's funny. I know. It does make a good drinking game. So, good idea, Vic. Good idea, Vic. Well, All right. Well, speaking of soulmates, I'm about to go um, soul crush and watch Bachelor in Paradise. So. Oh, crap. It's 8 o'clock? Yeah. I'm about to turn it, it almost- on right now. Yep. I'm turning it on right now. I'm going to start the train. Well, I'll see you guys later. Thank you for... Our podcast for the week, Sydney is back. Riley's back. So thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We're glad you're back, Boogie. Bye. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.